Arizona Science is supported by Research Corporation for Science Advancement. For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, Director of the University of Arizona Space Institute, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is George Rieke, a Regents Professor of Astronomy at the University of Arizona and the science team lead for the Mid-Infrared Instrument, or MIRI, on the James Webb Space Telescope. Welcome, George. Thank you, Tim. In the first year of operation of the telescope, what has been the most exciting thing from your point of view? Well, I'd like to step back and just say the existence of JWST is totally exciting. In fact, I think we've been through a pretty rough few years, and it's nice to have something up there that's just inspirational and that we only did because we wanted to learn about the universe, not because there was some hidden profit motive or anything like that. So I think it's just wonderful for the human race to have this thing up there working so well. And what about the science? What's the most exciting science that's come out of it? Well, for me personally, the most exciting is we looked at a planetary system around a nearby star called Fomalhaut. It was known not to have planets, but to have disks of debris that results from planets running into each other. And we have found two new components of that system. What exactly does the MIRI instrument do? The MIRI instrument takes over from the other instruments. The other instruments go out to a wavelength of five microns, which is about 10 times longer than visible light. And the MIRI instrument goes about five times longer than that. And that opens up a whole new perspective on things that you look at. They can look completely different. And an example is what I just mentioned. These two new components around the star Fomalhaut had been looked for in the radio and looked for in the visible with beautiful, exquisite, deep images, and they're invisible. And now we look with the MIRI instrument, and there they are, and they're really quite easy to see in the MIRI data. And what is it about them that is different that makes visible in Mary where they aren't in other wavelengths? They are inside where the famous ring around the star is, so they're warmer. But why they didn't show up in the visible and scattered light, we don't know. Has the telescope lived up to your expectations? It has been better than the expectations, and this is so complicated and so ambitious, I just couldn't believe that it would get up there and everything would work but everything is working. And it's actually working a little better than the projections were before it was launched. So it's just fantastic. How long do you expect JWST to be operational? How long is it going to be working this well? The original plan was five years. They then sort of cautiously said it might be 10 years. It turns out the real limit on how long it can work is how much rocket fuel it was able to get to its, its correct position with. And the launch was so good, there's enough rocket fuel for at least 20 years. It took 30 years to get JWST from getting it started to getting it launched. Have your scientific goals for the telescope changed in the three decades of development? Oh, my goodness. Of course they have. And in fact, in that period, there was a whole other infrared telescope called Spitzer, which was very powerful and made a lot of discoveries. And so the results from Spitzer, which was finally decommissioned just a couple of years ago, have had a huge influence on plans for JWST across the whole community. But that's the most dramatic, obvious example we learn as we go along. Another really dramatic thing over 30 years is just the whole discovery of exoplanets. 
We used to think there was one planetary system we knew about. Now there are about 3,000 of them. And that's, that's totally mind-boggling. And even though exoplanets weren't really known when JWST got started, it's well-equipped to study them. Yes, they were not known. They were not reflected in the official requirements for the instruments. But we learned about them soon enough that the instruments were actually modified a bit to make them work more efficiently for that. So it's going to be a really big exoplanet discovery machine uh, telling us what they're like. There are other ways to find them, but they tell us almost nothing about what they're actually like other than maybe their mass. And with JWST, we'll find out what their atmospheres are made of and lots of other things that will put them in context with the planets we know and love that are around our own sun. Well, thanks for talking with us, George. This is Tim Swindle, and you have been listening to Arizona Science. Our guest today has been George Rieke, the science team lead on one of the instruments aboard the James Webb Space Telescope. You can also listen to this and other Arizona science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org. Thank you to Research Corporation for Science Advancement for their support of Arizona Science.